I'm a little right. sleep deprived, and there's a little bit of whiskey here, so. <laughs> that is an intro, How's... if ever I heard one. Hello, and welcome to episode 57 of the Erasable Podcast. I am on hosting duties tonight. I am Andy Welfley from Wood Clinched. Uh, joining me are um, two of my effing best friends. Tim Wassum and Johnny Gamber. <laughs> Johnny Gamber, the father of three. How are both of you today? Really effing good. <laughs> I'm F for fantastic. How are you? <laughs> we, uh, I guess we should probably explain that as soon as possible. Yeah, before we, we are, we are yeah. effing full of it tonight, um, <laughs> mostly because um, during the main topic, we're going to be discussing um, F-grade pencils, um, otherwise known as uh, number two and a half, number two and five tenths number etc cetera, etc cetera. so uh it's kind of that weird little grade between uh h and b like the h's and the b's so uh yeah i i'm actually looking forward to this because i think johnny knows a lot more than i do about it because um i just know that it exists but i don't know why it exists so you know, i'm not sure why either it's kind of a philosophical question <laughs> why does any of it exist yeah we're we gonna say why do we exist <laughs> Why do we effing exist? <laughs> to sharpen pencils. Yes, indeed. Amen to that. So uh, let's let's jump into some tools of the trade. Um, Tim, what are you what are you consuming? What are you digging and writing with? Uh, I am writing with. Actually, I have two out. I have a a two B Wopex hmm. that Johnny <laughs> sent me in the care package, which I've been excited about because I've been wanting one of those for a long time. And I have a Kimberly F, hmm. and I'm using my. Write Notepads reporter, hmm. which is awesome. What do you think? Talked about before. What do you think of that two B Wopex? It it doesn't feel much different than the other. Mm-hmm. To me, it doesn't feel much different than the regular Wopex, but it's definitely darker. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. Yeah. I like it. Well put. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Johnny's actually here with a knife to my back. Yeah. <laughs> Send uh, <laughs> help. <laughs> Send some effing help. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I'm writing with. And as far as things that I'm digging right now, uh, I got a couple things in mind that I've really been enjoying lately. Uh, the first is I'm reading the Robert Galbraith novels. Uh, do you know about Robert Galbraith? I don't think so. Uh, otherwise known as yeah. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these are, yeah. These are her, that's her pseudonym that she writes these mystery novels under. Mm-hmm. Big day friend, coming up for her. <laughs> a, 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 a friend recommended them. So there, I think she has four books under that name. Three of them are with the same detective, Cormoran Strike, and I'm reading the first one, which is called Cuckoo's Calling. Hmm. Uh, and it's excellent. It's really good. Um, I just was in the mood for a mystery, something uh, to just kind of suck me in, you know, that wasn't I didn't have to slog through, and it was a good choice to finish off the summer. I've actually got the second one lined up too, but... I really recommend them. Cuckoo's Calling is great. Hmm. Uh, And then I've been listening to the Day of the Dead compilation, which is, if you guys listen to The National, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, the the group The National are big deadheads, big fans of the dead. And so they, over the last six or seven years, they put together this compilation of, I think, 60 tracks. Hmm. And they just got everyone uh, to pitch in, like just friends to basically record their own versions of Grateful Dead songs. So you have Bonnie Prince Billy and Wilco and Phosphorescent and uh, just a ton of people on there. And it's a really cool compilation. A lot of the songs sound completely different, but uh, in kind of a cool, you know, just different way. Yeah. A lot of people you wouldn't expect uh, to be dead fans that are kind of reinterpreting these songs in some pretty cool uh, cool ways. So, and the National was actually the the backing band for most of the people who were on it. Like Steve Malcolmus was on it, and just, um, but they were basically the house band for all these tracks, and they recorded them in their barn, oh, and wow. <laughs> just did it, yeah over the course of like six or seven years because they wanted to do it. And now it's out, and it's all proceeds of it, or it, it benefits uh, AIDS re- uh, AIDS research. So hmm. um, that's cool. Yeah. So, and honestly, I can say if you like the dead, check it out. If you don't like the dead, check it out on Spotify or something because it is pretty cool. So, yeah. 
uh, even if you don't know any of the songs. Yeah. It's neat. Huh. But that's me. Johnny, how about you? What are you What are you digging and riding with? Um, sleep, coffee, <laughs> Mo Willems, and various other children-related things. Love so, Mo Willems. Yeah. yeah, so Mo Willems, Mo Willems wrote um, uh, the Knuffle Bunny books. He wrote, um, like, Don't Let the Pigeon Ride the Bus and the Pigeon books, the Elephant and Piggy books. They're all Le- newer than our childhoods. Leonardo and the Terrible Monster, or Leonardo yeah. the Terrible Monster. So the New York Historical Society has a, an exhibit of his artwork up through September, the end of September, I think. So when Charlotte and I go up next month, we're going to go there and go to the pencil store. So we've been reading a lot of extra Mel Willems. Hmm. And um, both of my kids are obsessed with, I don't know if anybody has kids, if you've read those books, um, The Day the Crayons Quit and The Day the Crayons oh, Came Back. Yeah. Henry oh, loves those They're really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then you just want to like play with crayons all day. And there's a mm-hmm. pencil in the second one. Which there is cool. <laughs> but uh yeah, you know, my life's kids lately. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. That's good. Yeah. And, so when um, you say you're I'm, digging sleep, are you digging the little sleep you get or are you digging it that you are getting sleep? Both. Oh. Each time I get it, it feels really good. <laughs> and this sounds really dirty. Um, we're getting a lot more of it than we usually get with <laughs> children. Because like after three, you're like, Well, you usually don't get this much sleep when we have a new kid. <laughs> But Rosie is a very good sleeper. So, you know, if you feed her at like midnight, you can sleep till four and then or one to four, get yeah. feed her, go sleep till seven thirty. It's That's great. I think that my definition of getting enough sleep is different than your definition. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, if you sit down and you fall asleep and an hour goes by, you're like, oh crap. Yeah. Where are the kids? Yeah. <laughs> like when I'm holding the little <laughs> ones, the that's good. Yeah. Do Jim Gaffigan stand up where he's like talking about having four kids. Like, I just had it. We just had a baby and everybody cheers. And they said, it's our fourth and nobody cheers. It's like, yeah, people don't get as excited about that. Part. They're like, well, that's one way to live your life. And that's, that's, funny. that's how I imagine. Two is like, the kicker. Then you have to keep yeah. track of more than one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, I'm getting ready for and you that. You forget stuff. You're like, which one did that? I don't remember. Yeah, which one was in that book? Years of my life. One of them is going to be awake at all times or something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you get used to that part. No, you don't, but you get used to not being used to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. Um, and tonight, in homage to our theme, I'm writing with Dixon to Ticonderoga 2.5 slash F. Hmm. So we'll talk more later about the weird designations people use. And I'm writing in a byline, finally. Nice. What do you think of it? Yeah. I like the paper, the covers. Yeah. Yeah. Flimsy. <laughs> but it's very pocketable. It's very thin. So that's good. Yeah. Up and down. How about you, Mr. Andy? Well, uh, I'm actually uh, conversely writing in a uh, write notepads reporter's pad. So, yeah. Write reporter's pads. Yep. It's pretty good. I've been, uh, I actually have a fresh point about, about that pad, which, which I'll get to later. But, um, I'm okay. writing with a uh, Nataraj, uh, one of the pops, which is my still current obsession. Um, super great. Um, I actually did not have time to try to go looking for my F pencils around. Uh, I know that they're around here somewhere. What so, the F, Andy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> what the F? Where the F? <laughs> all night, guys. All night. <laughs> um, lately, I have been digging. Uh, Katie and I have been watching a lot of the... Uh, the RNC and the, the DNC, just watching some speeches and just seeing what people are up to. I I won't go into uh, the differences between the two conventions, but I, I will say that I just always really like, like, this is political pomp and circumstance that I that I like. I like the yeah. the different conventions. I think it's fun, like, when they do the nominating process, the, the processes, and they have, like, interesting people from each state, like, you know, check in. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's always yeah. yeah. I'm the opposite. This makes you want to be an anarchist. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is busted. Yeah. So you need to be watching the DNC. Yeah. F word. F word. F word. It's uh, I think it's I think it's just fun because it just shows how many like, just how, like, crazy it is. Like it's so bulky. Like it's a whole like basically a whole week of just like weird symbolic politics. 
mm-hmm. politics in like its truest kind of most bloated form, I guess. But I've, uh, yeah, I've, I know some, I know some of the various like people who have, um, who are, who are there like for, for different delegates on both sides of the, of the, the aisle. So yeah, that's been fun. I've been also watching uh, Mr. Robot season two. Um, what is that? So what is Mr. Robot? We it's, talked about it last week while Johnny was. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Our last um, episode. I can't remember if I mentioned this last. I had to be filled but, into. But. Yeah. It it feels like a. Um, it feels like a cross between Fight Club and a Wes Anderson film. Did I? What? Did, did I mention that last week? You did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's really like beautifully shot, like a Wes Anderson film, but also it's like vaguely unsettling and has all these like crazy like dark undertones like visually dark undertones like like fight club so it's pretty good it's a computer hacker thing and i'm embarrassed that i mentioned it last week (laughs) and forgot about it completely so apparently i'm still stuck on that um (laughs) and then also um we've been getting like these little um these little ads for six weeks um six weeks of the new yorker for like 12 bucks yeah, I just did that too. Yeah, oh, I did. just got. Well, I did the before I saw that. I did the twelve weeks for twelve bucks, which is still awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so I've I've been reading a, a good bit the last like three weeks. When I when I was fun, a, you guys, you guys don't already subscribe. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was a student, um, they had those deals running where you could get a whole year for like forty six dollars, and mm-hmm. I used to do that, and I just realized like I can't read all this. <laughs> it's it's, it's just yeah. unbelievable how much is in there. Like yeah. it's. Mine are piled that up. Blows right my now. mind. So, so nowadays, I just, I just always in November, I buy the food issue because that's my favorite of the issues, um, the fiction issue sometimes too. But what's that great? George Sorry. Saunders' article about the Trump campaign, yeah, was great because he's yeah. like he's my favorite short story writer, and that was fantastic. Yeah, he was really good. There was a um, a guy, the ghostwriter of um, Art of the Deal, mm-hmm. big thing in there too. That was just like. Yeah, that's a good piece. Yeah. So, um, so can I interrupt you? Yeah. If any of our listeners are Prince fans, apparently that cover of Purple Rain was collectible. Mm. I think I have it. If anybody wants it, it's yours for free. But, like, I don't know. I didn't want to recycle it because I know people want it. Johnny hates it. I did not want it. Shh. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, that's a cool cover. Um, I yeah, cool. Katie reads the the paper versions, and then I just uh, I have the app, so I I read it on my iPad. What's cool about that is, for the the time that your subscription is active, you can access um, all of the back issues. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's yeah, fun to really just cool. go back as far as I can go and just read some stuff. Have you searched, um, you know, pencils going all the way back yet? Uh, no, but I will. <laughs> right right <laughs> now. Yeah. Let's wrap this up, guys. Yeah, yeah. Less stuff comes up than you wanted to, though. It's kind of depressing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good idea. Cool. So, um, yeah, that's 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 our our digging and riding with the pop culture section. Um, should we go on to fresh points? Hello, Tim. How is your? What's your status? Do you want to go first, or do you want to go next, or I'll go next. Perfect, Johnny. Tell us, tell us about your first points. So first, uh, we had a listener named Christoph who sent us some really cool stuff from a visit he took to the Stadler store in Nuremberg. Jealous. Yeah. So he sent us some really cool um, sort of antique-ish looking square carpenter pencils. Does that make any sense? No, this, is, this is nonsensical. They're um, <laughs> effing nonsensical. Stadler, yeah, they make a kit where you can build a carpenter pencil. Mm-hmm. So the product they sell apparently in the store so we sent us each one of those and a really cool natural cedar pencil hmm. and the uh the kit which we sent to tim because tim andy and i have one the kit's got like... glue from germany and it's so cute it's yeah. very cool yeah i feel yeah. like johnny do you remember when those came out i feel like it was in like 2011 maybe and oh, man, I remember. if you like sign up at a website they send you a free one is that is that what happened um, I'm not sure. Matthias sent me mine a couple, okay. couple years ago. Okay. It's so cool. I haven't made it yet. Did you make yours? No, I haven't made mine yet either. It's it's so cool. I'm like, I just want to show the kids, this is what a pencil looks like inside. <laughs> Charlotte was pretty mesmerized. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you to Christoph. I also kept the stamps. Yeah. Because they were cool looking. <laughs> um, and also, did you guys talk about the Yellow Bean Field Notes last week? Uh, last episode? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Oh uh-huh. my God. So there are all of these 
field notes editions that come out of the woodwork. Like there's that new one from Nixon. I'm not even sure what they do, and they're ugly as hell. Nixon, but yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> it's a it's a brand. It's a brand. Um, uh, Draplin did their did their logo and designed a watch for them. So they're they very make watches. Yeah, they they make watches. They make other stuff too. But oh, I have a tattoo on my wrist. I can't wear watches. <laughs> Boom. But um, the L.O. Bean ones are sort of '90s ish. Mm. They're uh, one is camouflage. That's not the '90s one with orange print, and one is like forest green, and the other one is standard field notes with forest green writing. So they're so cool. What makes those this, '90s? Just the colors. I don't know. I feel like Just everything the they put green. out in, in the late '90s was forest green. That's true. It's a good point. Peter forest green pants. Forest yeah. green pants. Yeah. <laughs> you guys had forest green corduroys, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm old. Pleats. <laughs> and the cuffs. Yeah. Wide whale. <laughs> um, the only thing that sucks is the inside is just regular field notes, including uh, mentioning the ink. It just says that it's, you know, the ink they use on a regular field notes. Mm. So I have no idea what colors they are. Yeah. So they're green. And they have the 50-pound paper, but they're so pretty. Yeah. That uh, I mentioned them, and my wife tracked two down in Yonkers, I think. Hmm. Something like that. But apparently it was like a big thing. They only sold them in stores, so everybody called them up and... Bought them all out and some people bought like 20 packs because I don't know why. And people got no packs, etc. But they're very pretty. If you can track them down, definitely track them down. They're probably on eBay for like $500 now. I didn't realize until just all this happened that there's no L.L. Bean on the West Coast. I, I, think, oh. that, I think that I always confuse L.L. Bean and Eddie Bauer. And we have lots of Eddie Bowers around here. Uh, Coming next, no. the Eddie Bauer edition. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like a, like a mom minivan. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a backpack. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're all tan and brown. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Um, also, I don't know if you guys follow Yubi. Am I pronouncing that right? Mm-hmm. The stationary brand they sell at Target. So they have this whole new line of stuff called I Am Other, which apparently is in conjunction with Pharrell Williams. So it's all about you know promoting diversity and stuff like that. So my kids have gotten really into it, and they have like huge display of their stuff on the back to school section at Target, including uh, I think I counted three new packs of pencils, some of which are ugly and some of which are cool, but all of which write nicely. So if you find yourself at Target and want to waste some money or spend some money, there you go. I love wasting money. <laughs> I have a gift card burning a hole in my pocket. I'm like, oh, I need some jail pens. They also have those striped big pencils on sale at Target right now. So just bought a pack. Pretty rough. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Do you like them? Uh, I haven't sharpened one up yet, but they're really pretty. I think Les mentioned yeah. in the in the uh, chat that she thinks they're super pretty, and I I agree. Do you say the Ticonderogas or what do you? I miss hey, what you're talking about. The Ticonderogas. Oh, yeah, I was talking yeah. about the Bix. The oh, ones. you were talking about the Bix. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, they're both there. I think yeah. the Bix are the only ones that are on, on a sale price. Yeah. Because I'm the only person that buys them because my kids like them. The Ticonderogas are great, though. Oh, yeah. They're really pretty. I yeah. dig them. I still like the metallic ones for looks, but they write not so great. Yeah. I just got a pack of those, too. The new, like the metallic with the blue and purple. And those are nice. Yeah. They're really pretty. The gold the, one's kind of ugly, them. but. <laughs> I like the gold one. It's very pimpalicious. <laughs> very pimpalicious. Yeah. That's, that's an episode topic we need to do with pimpalicious pencils. Pimpalicious pencils. <laughs> or at least a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of pimps, uh, my last fresh point is uh, <laughs> so, right after um, Grand Budapest Hotel came out, when was that, like 2014? <laughs> Literally the I... only time that pimp and Grand Budapest Hotel was mentioned <laughs> in the same sentence. <laughs> Oh, she's shitting like a shitting dog. <laughs> sorry, sorry, go on. <laughs> um, so I got a bug up my butt to um, sort of arrange Wes Anderson or pencils in the themes of Wes Anderson movies or for the palettes. So, so yeah, the photos turned out like crap, and I'm lazy, so I never redid it. But I've just got you know, I don't know, motivation to put it up, so I put it up the other day. No, I love I love that post. That was that was brilliant. I thought the the Mr. Fox that was my favorite. We need to like get Wes Anderson to like look at it. He emailed me, said that he thinks I'm really cool and I get to be an extra in his next movie. Oh, nice. <laughs> that worked out. Yeah. Yeah, it'll work out well for me. Like, what's that guy, Matthew Gray Goobler? And he got his own show. <laughs> Boom. I'm on my way up. Yeah. Nasal voice guys. Think, think of us guy. little people when you get your own show. <laughs> we said I can invite two friends, you know. Oh, good. 
<laughs> but he said I can fight one friend. You guys have to fight it out. Yeah. <laughs> In the fighting pits. I'll race you there, Andy. Yeah, I think I think I know who's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, so I did in researching it. Uh, if Wikipedia is correct, his next movie is going to be another animated movie hmm. or stop motion, which could be pretty awesome. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, cool. but that's those are all my my points. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Jump on it. <laughs> Team. So first of all, I'm sure everybody's wondering how my Snapchat life is going. <laughs> I mean, since I that, am since that last one. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand it, uh, for the most part. So, yeah, I think good, I have some to good get... snaps. Okay, yeah, thanks. That's something I'm proud of. Yeah, but at the same, at the same time, it's it's one of those things like Twitter took me like three years to figure out. <laughs> like after three years, like now I love it. Like I, I'll, I feel like I could use it forever. You know, I just yeah. love Twitter. But um, but this one I just don't. I feel like kind of thing where if everyone I knew was using it, then it would be great. Yeah, but it's kind of annoying when someone. You know, you follow someone and they just have a Snapchat thing and they send it to everybody. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, Snapchat from this person. You open it up and it's like something totally random. And it's like, obviously this is for everybody. You know, it's just, it just kind of, <clears throat> it's like, I'd rather just stay on Twitter. But yeah, but I did breaks. figure out what my uh, username is. So <laughs> <laughs> it's Mitt Mesaw. So M-I-T-M-E-S-A-W, like Tim Wasson back. Crap, I just added you and your wife. Yeah, no, I'll, I'm still on there. It's still on my phone, but I just don't get it yet. Anyways, that I'm sure that was really interesting for people. That's what Mitt me saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just now got that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's one of my, my, my efforts to prevent students from finding me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Now they just have to listen to this podcast. And yeah, now they just have to make it 28 minutes into this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the only other thing I was going to bring up is we haven't talked about the Blackwing colors yet. Yeah. So uh, Blackwing released colored pencils. Uh, recently, I would say, what, what was that, three weeks ago, mm. a month ago? They may. I think feel like they released them less than that, maybe like two weeks ago, since since you and I recorded. They, they announced them pretty late, though, didn't they? Or like, like pretty recently. Yeah. All right. Or maybe I'm thinking of the announcement, but... Yeah, so they're they're made by under the Blackwing name. Uh, they come in a looks like a pretty cool box, kind of that, like flips open like a book that has a window in the front. They come yeah. in a twelve pack. Uh, they have metal caps on the end, which I think looks pretty sharp. So that whatever color it is, the whole barrel is that color. Yeah, and then you have the the metal caps on the back to kind of help it help balance it out. Uh, and I'll I'll say that I thought they were going to be more expensive, which that's a bonus. I, I thought that they're they're gonna come out, they're gonna be like thirty five bucks or something. Yeah. So yeah. they're twenty dollars uh for a twelve pack of hopefully really good colored pencils. <laughs> it it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty basic color palette, but Yes. Yeah, it looks like uh you basically have pink, red, orange, yellow, yeah. light green, dark green, baby blue, royal blue, brown, black, and yeah, you know, something something else in there. Um Purple. There's a there's a purple. Yeah. Oh, actually a sil silver. Don't you think that each one oh. instead of black wing should be called whatever the color is and then wing? So like royal blue <laughs> wing, blue wing, gray wing, <laughs> white that wing. That could be problematic. Some <laughs> of those wing. mean something. Light green wing. <laughs> Light <like>, green wing. <laughs> so got it got a nice ring to it. <laughs> brown wing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the brown wing. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's a newborn thing. Yeah. Brown wings. Yeah, the roses on your lap. What just happened, Brown Wing? <laughs> Are you making this up? I just made it up. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, so there they there they are. You know, I'm probably not going to order any uh, just because I don't use colored pencils ever. But I would I will say that if they were sold as single colors, um, mm -hmm. like if I could get a 12 pack of blue ones or something for editing or for you know, just things like that. That'd be kind of cool. But yeah. I'm just not a color pencil user. Volumes. They should do like a teacher's edition. It's like red ink or red lead <laughs> <laughs> checking pencil. Yeah, the marking pencils. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, so, I, yeah, like I said, I just think they look cool. I think it looks like they did a good job. I'd like to hear from people who've actually used them to hear yeah. Yeah. how they how they write. Because that's, that's got to be a hard thing to get to justify 
that price for colored pencils when just like regular pencils, you can go out and get them for $2 or something at the grocery store. Um, so colored pencils, I feel like getting the different color mixtures and getting it to have the right feel is probably a pretty difficult process. I'm guessing they've been working on those for a long time. Uh, or hopefully they've been working on them for a long time is what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But that's all I've got. Cool. Um, well, I, I need to get uh, Johnny's permission to talk about my first fresh point. Do you see it, Johnny? Um, no. Okay. Uh, it involves a different hurry, knife word. <laughs> Fountain pen. No. Fountain pen. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I, I found, uh, so there's a little uh, store in San Francisco right on Divisadero called Rare Device. And most of it is like like little cool hipster design things, um, expensive, expensive design things. Um, but there is one thing that was not expensive and stood out to me. And it is a uh, Pentel plastic fountain pen made in Japan. And it's it's made, it's kind of like co-branded with the uh Crafton Craft CDT Craft Design Technology Ooh um yeah it's um it's really cool it's a it's a plastic bladed fountain pen but instead of like just a regular looking um just like the the nib sticking out of the front of it with the reservoir in the back the plastic blade if you will is kind of sandwiched in the middle um and it looks like the capillary action kind of like runs down either side of it i um i don't exactly know how it works but what's interesting about it is because it's plastic like the the nib is plastic it sort of feels it writes like a fountain pen but it sort of feels like a felt tip marker and uh yeah i, yeah, I really oh, I, i've seen those before yeah shop. i'll uh I'll, I'll put a link in show notes but it, it was eight dollars which was super cheap especially for that um for that shop uh, and you can buy refills. You can buy um, uh, red and blue refills, which includes the nib and everything all together, for three dollars. So I bought a whole set. They're fantastic. I, if you want like a something that's a little bit like thinner than a sharpie and thicker than a ballpoint, um, kind of like those those sign pens that you that you sent me, Johnny. Love. Um, I mean, yeah. What the pencils? Sign- Oh pencil. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, the sign pencils. <laughs> <laughs> no, those sign pens you can get. Um, yeah, those are really cool pens. I like yeah, those. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. Um, so I, I really like it. I, I've been just kind of using it off and on when, when I'm not, you know, using pencils, of course. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, just a few times. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's a it's a fantastic thing. I, I I should pick up a, a few of those and send them to some people, but. Um, Along those same lines, so I saw it at the shop in San Francisco, um, and then I also saw it when I was in Vancouver last week. I went to a conference in Vancouver, which is pretty fantastic. Um, but they're right on Granville Island, which is kind of the little touristy logging community island thing. <laughs> I don't really know how to describe it. You have to take a little water taxi to get there. Um, they have like a really fantastic market, and they have a bunch of shopping and a bunch of restaurants, and they have a place called Paper Ya paper hyphen ya and it's a really great little like like arts and crafts store they have and this is in canada this is in canada vancouver canada so it's paper yeah <laughs> paper yeah <laughs> paper a <laughs> um sorry for all of our canadian listeners i was yeah, i was making fun of canadians me. right left. Email to me. yeah when i was in canada so um people in canada say a lot of like say process and project a lot so I was live tweeting the conference and um, definitely like pronounce extra pronouncing a project project. <laughs> Doing like the Midwestern yeah. project project sausage. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, paper yeah. So, <laughs> How do we get on sausage? Yeah. So that they have a bunch of you know your standard um, your standard like fancy stationary shop stuff, but they also had. A lot of those Delphonics notebooks, like Rollbon, um, you know, those things that June brought back for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had those in like four different sizes. If I was thinking about it and I had more like cash with me, I would have like just picked up all of the sizes everybody needs. But they have 
including that little tiny size, they have like four different sizes of roll-on notebooks. I just love them. They're beautiful, but they're so expensive, even in Canada. Um, but um, yeah, there were some other little brands that I'd never heard of that were pretty great. And um, they pencil-wise, it wasn't that great. They had black wings. They had some like um, they had some craft design technology pencils, some of that stuff, but. But yeah, paper. Yeah, if you are in Vancouver, I will add it to the cartographite map. Um, go there; it's awesome. Nice. Um, I should probably give us an update. Um, just today, I got my um, everything else enhancement kit um, from Draplin. Sweet. Cool. Um, I assume that everybody who's listening is familiar with this, but if you are not, um, Aaron Draplin released a book which we talked about. Uh, and then through his website, he sold something he was calling the, uh, the, so the book is called pretty much everything. Um, the Aaron Draplin story, something like that. Um, so he released on his website, a, uh, kit called the, uh, everything else enhancement kit. And what that is, is it's mostly a, um, just a really nice, like slip cover for the book, but he has thrown a bunch of other interesting things in it. Let me grab it real quick here. Uh, he shipped it the slipcover with some like prints and some stickers and some like insane field notes. <laughs> um, if you're in the field notes group, you've probably seen this, but uh, for a while he released pictures of it, and we noticed the paper, like the like the paper that you could see through the um, like around the side, is is like a dark orange. And so everybody's like, "Oh, cool! It has like an orange like gild like gilding on it. That's really awesome." Uh, no, it turns out the entire the actual paper is orange. Uh, it's it's Nina Astrobright Orbit Orange paper. <laughs> it's really dark and really really orange. Um, it's pretty fantastic. I, I think it would be best if if you have like a white gel pen. Uh, that would look amazing in it. So uh, and then also like you know something really dark as well. But you would have to use a really really dark pencil to to make a make a dent in these. But yeah, they look fantastic. Um, if you order them too, you will get one, uh, limited edition pencil, a Draplin pencil, which I, I assume kind of looks like your standard, like Musgrave pencil. Um, but it is, uh, just stamped with like the everything else enhancement kit pencil or, you know, how, you know how he, la how he labels things. It's pretty cool. Um, the only place you're going to be able to get it. So I think you might still be able to buy some of these. They are on his website. They're like 60 bucks for this whole thing. Um, I just liked it because it was a bright orange slip cover for the book, which seems really appropriate. Somebody in the Field Nuts group was joking, like, oh, what are, what are we going to do to protect our slip cover? <laughs> so they need a, an everything else enhancement kit. Enhancement kit. Um, yeah. Anyhow, it's pretty great. Just came today. I'm going to need to dig into some of like, the stickers and the prints that came with it. Um, do, 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 do. I should probably mention, uh, found another practical use for the reporter's notepad. Um, Katie and I have been looking at apartments in San Francisco, which is uh, kind of an insane process because it's just like a crazy market right there right now. There's a lot of like wandering around and only looking at a place for a few minutes and just like getting in and out. And um, turns out it's the perfect thing to just kind of like hold in your hand flip up the top and then just like start writing things in lists. So, uh, yeah, that has come in really handy for us. Cool. Uh, I think that the write notepads one is the best one to use, uh, like that because it's more like a true reporter's notepad. unlike the byline. Um, but it's much easier to just kind of, it, it just makes its own backing, which I appreciate. Yeah. Unless awesome. you could beat somebody up with it if you wandered in the wrong neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how we make our notebooks in Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. It uh, <laughs> would come in handy in some neighborhoods in San Francisco, I'll tell you that. Um, last thing I'll mention is something that I swear one day I'm going to put on my blog, but it has been a crazy week. Um, somebody in the group mentioned uh, a really good point in that all of the Blackwing editions that we've had so far have been um, like dead white guys. Mm -hmm. Is everybody? Is John I'm really ashamed that it never occurred to me? Yeah, me neither. Which for a second? Yeah, we're all alive white guys, and yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to look past that. <laughs> um, and, and it's definitely not like I, I probably I really should point out that this isn't me calling 
uh, the Blackwing people racist, sexist, anything like that. Not at all. Um, but I would love to see um, a woman or a person of color or both and or um, on the next edition. Um, I think that uh, in that in that post, we were just kind of brainstorming like what some awesome editions would be. Uh, Tim, your your Toni Morrison edition was amazing. I love the yeah, that's you had. Yeah, I would be all over that. And she's a pencil person, too. So really? Yeah. She uh, in a interview with the Paris Review, the art of fiction. They asked her about her process, and she writes on legal pads, and she uses a uh, pencil for nice. first we, drafts. It would be perfect. Do we know what kind of pencil she uses? Ticonderoga number mm. two. Cool. Yeah, just – and this was 1995 yeah. or 90 – like late 90s or something like that. Yeah. So she – uh, yeah, so the Blackwing 124 was the idea because of the book Beloved – which starts out with 124 was spiteful, full of a baby's venom, uh, which is one of the most <clears throat> that opening just crackles, you know, when you yeah. when you start that book. So yeah, so iconic. So D- does your baby have venom, uh, Johnny? One of them does, but I won't tell you which. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to find you'll out. Have to, you'll have to kiss each one of them and <laughs> see what you're gonna burn from. So I I came up with a few ideas. Um, I, I hate to say them just in case Blackwing wants to use any of them, but I think I think that there's plenty to choose from. So um, one of them was volume 11, uh, 11.8, which is the Grace Hopper edition. Uh, oh, decimals. That yeah, awesome. I know, right? Um, apparently, so 11.8 in inches is the distance that light travels in a nanosecond. And uh, Grace Hopper was known for using lengths of wire this long as visual aids when she talks about satellite communication technology, which is cool. Um, another one I just... Uh, about a month ago, saw Gone with the Wind. So, uh, volume 1940, the, Han- the Hattie McDaniel film edition. <laughs> uh, Hattie McDaniel, who of course played um, Mammy in Gone with the Wind, she won an Oscar for that. And she was the first woman of color to win an Oscar in 1940. And then it was another long time, like 2004, before Halle Berry won. And she was the next woman of color to win an Oscar. Uh, wow. Crazy. Um, <laughs> Volume forty-five, the Jesse Owens edition. Mm-hmm. Um, that would he within within forty-five seconds he broke three world records and tied a fourth, which is pretty awesome. Um, volume seventy, the Ibrahim Ferrer music edition. He's a Cuban singer who um, joined the Buena Vista Social Club at the age of seventy. Uh, so nothing like you know starting early. Um, the one that was <laughs> a little bit reaching was volume thirty-five, the Frida Kahlo edition. Um, she, because of polio and by being, and because she was in a bus accident, uh, she had 35 different surgeries. Um, and just the constant pain that she felt informed her, her artwork a lot. Uh, one of my favorites is the idea of volume 135, the Ralph Ellison edition. Um, in 1936, he moved to 135th street in Harlem where he began his, his novel writing career. Um, and then I, Needed one that tied into San Francisco, so I have Volume Eleven, which is the Harvey Milk uh, Politics Edition. Uh, he was, of course, the first openly gay publicly elected official in California, and he served eleven months before he was shot. So, uh, can you oh, imagine a rainbow? Can you imagine a rainbow blackwing guys? Oh man, that would be pretty awesome. That would be, oh, that would be amazing. So, yeah, I'm gonna uh, paint one tonight. I, I'm gonna definitely post this, and I yeah, that would be. An amazing thing to see for whatever the next Blackwing edition is. So, yay! <laughs> should we um, should we talk about the main the the effing main topic? Yeah. F yes. Yeah. What the f? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'll I'll um I'll kind of intro it, and I, I assume Johnny that you will be doing the majority of the talking because I feel like you have done your research much more than we have at least i have i don't want to Not speak really. to you too <laughs> <laughs> or you just naturally know more about it yeah about that <laughs> i just so, have zero, zero experience with it so yeah I'm, I'm gonna be leaning on johnny on this one yeah as as we all do every day well i'm a good hugger so <laughs> that's good <laughs> so um yeah um we're talking about two number two and a half pencils pen, graded f uh f as in frank so, uh, yeah, certainly all tasks and jobs call for different pencil characteristics. Um, an artist might be unable to sketch in 4-H, for example, while an engineer is not going to smudge up a technical drawing with a 6-B pencil. So there are so many pencil grades already, and different manufacturers' iterations of, say, HB 
makes the hardness slash darkness scale seem infinite. So uh, why why is there a half grade pencil? Um, I think in the European European scale, the Conti scale is that what we're calling it? Mm-hmm. I don't remember my terminology. No. Oh wait, what is that called? I know. <laughs> I can't Conte remember. Was the same thing as Thoreau, wasn't it? One through four. Yeah. Yeah. So well, so in the U.S., oftentimes people call it a number two and a half. Uh, we've seen number um, number two and five tenths, which is weird because that's a half. Two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> right. And there's something that's like yeah. If there was a thing where everybody okay. Oh uh, when, yeah, go on. When they were new, they were trademarked, so each company had to do a different one. Oh, I see. Just like so interesting. I guess that doesn't true anymore because a lot of people use the same ones. Number two and ten twentieths. Um, <laughs> And, and of course, somewhere That's out there, there's a two and five eighths, which is like I feel like it's a like a drill bit or something. <laughs> so, so um, Johnny, what do you what do you think? Why where do you think the F came from? Uh, where the F why F F? From? Oh, F stands for fine. For fine. Or do you mean why is the, why does this grade exist? Why does this grade exist? Is what I should so, from what I could figure out, it was sort of an early half of the 20th century thing. I could be totally wrong about this, where people are a lot more concerned with point retention mm. than they are now because, you know, they didn't have a masterpiece in their pocket. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you're, how long your pencil point lasted, it was really a bigger deal in your day than, yeah. you know, now you might use it so, so little you sharpen it in the morning and you're good. They're more um, expensive too, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, we have this in the notes, like with, with all of the different versions of a pencil, you'd figure, you know, say you like a Ticonderoga HB for number two. Why couldn't you just use a brand that has a harder number two since there's no standard? But what if you really like the feel of a Ticonderoga pencil mm-hmm. and you don't want an H because why would you do that? It's like writing with a nail. <laughs> so you go for the F, the number two point, or they call it the 2.5 Ticonderoga. So, I mean... The fact that they still exist seems like a, a really, really delightful throwback because I can't imagine there are a lot of people, unless, you know, that's what they learned within school, that really want a two-and-a-half pencil. Yeah. Or would even and, know that they would exist to look for them. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, who makes them? Generals makes them still. Um, Limerado still comes in a two-and-a-half. And, a half, and um, Ticonderoga. And I walked into Staples today and bought a, doc, a box of uh, Ticonderoga two-and-a-halves. So somebody wants them. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes me happy. I think that I have a somewhere. I feel like I have a Mongol that's that's like that. Um, yeah, they used um, Eberhard Faber used two and three eighths. Yeah, so trademark. Yeah, General uh, still does it. Where General still uses two and two fourths, which I, I think is delightful. Also, yeah, <laughs> two and two fourths. I um I think they're really good for because they are they are slightly harder, but still not like as you say, writing with a nail. Um, they're really good if you just need to take like informal notes for like an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have to be pretty, but at the same time, like you can you can go for a while without like dulling the the point. Plus, I I imagine there's a bit of a mental block if you're going to use an H pencil. Like I can't bring myself to use an H or two mm-hmm. H or anything like that. I just can't do it. So if I want something harder and I don't want to go German, then I'll get a two and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's for long form <laughs> writing. I know there. <clears throat> we we talked about this ways back. I don't remember what episode it was, but um, I think it was Haruki, with Harry Marks, was it? Har- Haruki Murakami. Did we talk about him? Oh, we yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's like kind of famously uses uh, Murado. I think it's I think that's what it was. Murado's an F and that's his all of his novels are written with that. He's got a big, huge jar of them mm-hmm. on his desk. And so. they, like Ticonderoga put 2.5 and also F on the pencil which is really cool. Because does general students, I think general just does you know two and two fourths. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that they put the F on there also. Yeah, it's sort part, of out of place. Part of me, I just like seeing those fractions like written on, like stamped on the side of the pencil. <laughs> and so I looked up a couple, and uh, Faber Castell used to use two and two thirds for an old Venus all-purpose pencil, which is really cool. Two and two thirds. I'm pretty sure that the what they call the HB version of the the Grip 2001 is two and a half. They call it because they, they equate B with uh, number two. That would make sense. I was going to bring that up with with F. Is that 
it's kind of an anomaly to, or you just, it's really rare to see it on the pencil these days. But at the same time, I bet there are like, I have tons of pencils that I would call an F, you know, mm-hmm. that are actually marked as a HB or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, so it's, there's that side of it, like what it's actually labeled as. But if we're just talking about that hardness, those are just the pencils who seem like if we, if we decided on a baseline, like right, right in the middle is the whatever. Ticonderoga okay. or the Palomino HB or something is like whatever we, we think of as a true HB that yeah. we're talking about whatever is just a little bit left to center like yeah. towards the uh, the H side. And there's tons out there that's like that. It's, but like they a, just don't like get labeled that way. Yeah, yeah sure. It's, <laughs> yeah. Wopex might even be a little too smooth. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think this, yeah. uh, this whole like number two, like the number two, number one, number two and a half like rating – I think it just shows how uh, American of a unit of measurement that is. <laughs> it's just very like, you know, it's like it's like using Fahrenheit or or inches <laughs> and miles and things like that. It's we do it we do it because it's how we've always done it, not because it makes a lot of sense. Right, and the one to four system is so clunky, anyways. Yeah, like that just makes it even more clunky, and it's like just stubborn. Yeah, it's like two and five tenths. Don't you mean two and a half? No, you shut your mouth. <laughs> you America. shut your mouth. America. This is America. <laughs> I've seen some pencils marketed here that are a number, they're a 2B and they're number zero. I think they were at Fabricastel or something, or it's to be low. Hmm. Oh, cool. That, that's also very delightful. Yeah. <laughs> so I, f- I feel like these like weird throwbacks in the world of pencils are part of the reason that you know people still dig them so much. Yeah. Like Ticonderoga is the same color they've been since World War II, and they still make, for no reason, a 2.5. I can't imagine they're selling a lot of them. I mean, they're, they're still hard to get. If you get them online, they're basically staples. Yeah. Did I tell you, uh, when I was at that conference in Vancouver, I um, met this guy who owns a um, software agency called Yellow Pencil. So I, uh, I started talking to him about it, and he knows his stuff. We talked a little bit about like why pencils are yellow and... We talked about like different pencil manufacturers in the U.S. where he gets like some of his swag, and yeah, I was—he's done his research. It's not just like co-opting a pencil for design, like a lot of people do. I was pleased with that. That's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So, um, yeah, what's what's all of your favorite um, favorite two and a fraction pencils? Your what's your favorite Evan pencils? <laughs> yeah. I can start because I'm using mine, which I, I don't have that many to compare. Yeah. Um, I actually have, like, that are actually marked F. I have one that's modern, and then I have, like, five that are vintage, mm-hmm. you know, that wouldn't be able to get any more that are, that are great. But the, I actually do enjoy the Kimberly F, and that was one. I only I have two of them, and I remember the first one, weirdly enough, I was at my church and I needed to jot something down there was like a basket full of pencils and I looked in and I saw you know deep in the bottom of the pile I saw the gold cap on the end of something I was like there's a there's a Kimberly weird and I you know dug in and it actually ended up being an F and I grabbed that little stub and used it uh, and I enjoy those actually yeah mm-hmm. I think I kind of have to be in the mood for them uh, or have a certain task to fit them yeah uh, but I like that pencil and of course Kimberly Looks awesome. Yeah. I've got some other ones here that I really enjoy, and these were sent by listener Lauren uh, a while back. She sent me an awesome package of cool things and uh, some vintage ones that I'm really, really digging that I've been messing with today. It was I have a barrel, a round barrel Black Warrior 372 in mm-hmm. two and a half, mm-hmm. which is a very cool, very cool looking pencil. Um. And I also have an Eagle Murado 174 in two and a half. Uh, that one's actually a yellow hex. Uh, two very cool pencils, and they're they're. I would, if I if you could still buy those Warriors, I'd probably uh, still use them. Yeah, um, I really really enjoy that. But the Kimberly F is just kind of the one in my head. I've not tried any of. I think uh, Andy, you're gonna talk about like the Tombow Monos. Yeah, and I bet those are nice, but I've just never never tried one. Um, I did, I remember my, when we started the podcast, my mom was going through things at the house and I had told her about it and she's like, oh, I didn't, you know, didn't know you're interested in that. And then she gave me a box of, uh, American Ticonderoga mediums, the two and five tenths. And so I've got one of those. You're like, mom, you don't even know me. In front of the, yeah, I got those in front of me, uh, one of those in front of me, but that's like my entire collection. But, but I do enjoy the Kimberly. I, I wish that generals was better with things like buying 
in bulk of things of things like that. Like, mm. you know, you can buy like a two pack. I actually would maybe be interested in buying a dozen of them somewhere, but I think I just don't, does I don't Hobby have to do that. Them by the dozen. Ours doesn't. They, they used to. No. And we don't have one in Baltimore. They don't. They don't sell any uh, generals by the dozen except for Cedar Point. For way too much money. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like eight bucks or something. No way. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, but that's me. Uh, what about you, Johnny? Well, um, my probably my two favorites are the Stadler Mars Lumograph 100 and F and the Ticonderoga because I sort of stole this idea from Matthias Meckel, who does Bleistift, which is one of the oldest and you know best pencil blogs out, and um, he's sort of obsessed with F grade pencils for mm-hmm. um, you know clarity and. It's a good way to use a pencil that's like, for lack of a better word, hard, but still smooth. Mm-hmm. So you're not using like, you know, a math pencil that's rubbing holes in your notebook. But um, so sort of as an homage to him, I've become obsessed with the um, the Lumograph F, which is probably the perfect F because it's really, really smooth and the point lasts forever and a day and it doesn't smear. Hmm. So they're super, super perfect. Also, um, I didn't put this on my list, but the Mitsubishi Hayuni F is delicious, but... Probably only because it feels like somebody else's HB. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's that's a Japanese pencil thing. They're softer. But um, probably the Ticonderoga because my best friend's dad studied engineering and he was sort of obsessed with them specifically. So then I got a box. And even when Ticonderoga is going through one of those phases where their pencils suck, they're still pretty good. Yeah. If that makes any sense. You know, we were talking about this in the group lately. I think we should start calling them like taekwondos. Yeah. Some people call them tykes. I like taekwondos. Like, they're, they're good sometimes. They're great right now. But, uh, we do a whole episode on taekwondoroga and the ups and downs. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah, kind of in the same line as those Mitsubishi Hayunis. Um, God, I just love Japanese pencils because the Tombow Mono Fs are my favorite F that I've ever used. Um, I, I have not used the Mitsubishis, which I really should and want to um but i found i think i found a tombow mono f at mido once when i was going there and never never saw them again so i bought a couple of them um and i can't find them right now but yeah they're really good pencils um they're kind of buttery they're like johnny said they're pretty pretty hbe or even maybe even a little bit more b too they're buttery and dark and of course, say F on it. Looks like Monov. Um, looks like you can get them on on um, on Amazon. Yeah, they're. Uh, I was actually just looking at that. The, the not the. Are you talking about the Mono 100s? Or just the Monos. Uh, I was talking about the just straight up Monos, but yeah. I bet there's Mono 100s too. Yeah, but yeah, the Monos are actually only uh, eight dollars and thirty nine cents yeah. for a dozen, and there's a fifteen percent off coupon Ooh. available right now on Amazon. I may. I'll put a put a link in show notes with a uh, referral link if anybody wants to throw a few cents of your order to to the fine folks at the Erasable Podcast. Yeah, yeah. literally a few cents. <laughs> yeah, just just like a few cents. <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah, I like those a lot, and and somewhere I also have a uh, Mongol uh, two and five eighths. That I have, that I've used. Um, I think, I don't know. I I started off back when I first started paying attention to pencils. I had some some Mongols, and I liked them a lot, and they were great. And I'm just like, I like, I still love the way they look. They just look so classic. But now I'm just like, meh. Like they don't write that great. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I still love that copper and black uh, ferrule though still the best part for me but um yeah have that one laying around too um and i know that i have some other f's around but i can't like think of any that particularly stand out to me where are the f are they yeah where, where are the f? we haven't done one in a couple minutes yeah, it, it was time <laughs> it's like the shot clock for basketball like you have to we'll get penalized if we don't <laughs> if we don't yeah. make an f joke <laughs> sorry guys uh, i don't understand the basketball reference at all <laughs> <laughs> Did you know and sports reference? Sports, <laughs> um, and maybe maybe Tim, you know this already. Apparently, um, 
the uh, the shot clock, the first game that ever used basketball game that ever used a shot clock was play, played in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I didn't know that. It was the Fort Wayne Pistons before the Pistons moved to Detroit. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. I only knew that because I listened to a podcast where they were talking about that. About the Fort Wayne basketball yeah, the history? Yeah, the Fort Wayne Pistons and like their the history of basketball. Nice. Yeah. Hey, this is a, a, yeah. just back where I was talking about Hurricane Murakami, but we, we could have also talked about Steinbeck. Uh, he was a user of F pencils. Mm. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. He, he used the, the 482 and 38 F. It was hard writing days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then also the interview with his son, Tom, like when they were making the Blackwing 24, you know, he had talked about hardness and how like it needed to be harder. And you know, they liked the, Something that can hold a long point for a long time, and yeah. I think F was probably right in his wheelhouse too. So another person who uh, would would use it for long form writing, yeah, which just totally makes sense, especially if you've got a really nice one that's that's not going to feel scratchy. Mm-hmm. I think one could say that the uh, the twenty four is is the F of black wings. Yeah, yeah, probably probably as close as they'll ever get. I doubt yeah. they'll go any no. harder than that. I can't imagine that. Yeah. Until they come out with a, like a mixed grade set of black wings, yeah, which yeah, yeah that's true. That could probably they're like an art artist set. Yeah, um, that's another thing we didn't talk about is that, I mean, how how does F play into the uh, I the art world? I, I feel like I've they don't even use. I feel like I've seen a lot of mixed grade sets that don't have an F. It just goes, you know, H B B one B two B three B, you know, H, H on the other side, H two H etc. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about the. Um, the Palomino mixed grade set, and I don't think that they have an F. I wish they had an F. That would be a really great pencil. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Blackwing F bomb, mixed volume. <laughs> the F bomb, Vo- volume F. Ooh, I guess I guess they never said they wouldn't do letters instead of numbers, but that would people wouldn't know how to like volume F U Q. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> any anything yeah, I feel else? Like this, this, this is like a big deal, but there's not a lot to say about it. It's just like it's a cool thing that it's there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I feel like that's like a good you know, end goal of of doing this is just to say, hey, there's that's these fun. that people never talk about, so maybe yeah. go try them out and see if see if you like them. Because you know we we had conversations a lot with, and I, I'm going back to talking to Harry Marks. Uh, like helping people find the one that fits the best, you know, the right hardness or darkness uh, or on the hardness and darkness scale. And this might just be something that somebody out there might say, hey, that sounds like something I might like. Yeah. I think uh, didn't, and Brad Dowdy has said, I feel like that something around an F is kind of his ideal, mm-hmm. uh, something a little harder because yeah. uh, he writes very small. So, so, so small. yeah, just kind of awareness. The more you know. So, uh, Les Herger, our, our resident um, artist, uh, she mentions in the in the chat that um, from earlier when Johnny asked, you know, what what an artist might use, she goes, "We'd probably just use an H. Uh, the H in the Palomino set is the closest to an HB in regular pencils, uh, and the two H is the closest to an F. So, hmm. yeah, that's because none of them are are really actually H. They they tend to like being Palominos. They tend to skew a little bit softer." Yeah, Charles mentioned once that he uses an F or a two, or I'm sorry, an H or a two H in meetings. Yeah, for uh, point retention. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I usually bring a black wing into a meeting just because, like, it's fun to show them off. So, <laughs> check us out, dog. Why do you have a paintbrush? Let's yeah, boom. <laughs> uh, how's a uh... dick? <laughs> <laughs> okay. How's your uh, how's your black wing fifty six saga going, Tim? Oh man, I still have not received them. No, so, that sucks. Yeah, I got my red erasers. Yeah, to put on them for, oh. uh, for inspired by uh, Michael in the group with yeah. the red er- or well, he was the one who said to put the red eraser and then make it the Hector Rondon edition, who's a relief pitcher for the Cubs who wears number fifty six. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm dying to do it, but I so I ordered it on through pencils.com and I used PayPal and I thought that it would use the 
shipping address I put into PayPal, but um, for some reason, Pencils.com still used the one that was in my account, yeah. which is my old house. And so I got the notification like three days ago. They were forwarding, forwarding it, but it's still no sign. Yeah. So I actually yeah, got really like... excited today when I was mowing the grass and the uh, <laughs> the po- <laughs> the postal worker came and he dropped stuff in the box and I saw a package and I was like, oh, it's here, it's here, it's finally here. And I walked up and it was the package from Johnny and I was like, God, well. <laughs> God so damn cool. it, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, uh, if I they just, wouldn't have showed up, but, I wouldn't but have gotten it. the star-shaped any. pencils. <laughs> yeah, I do have that. I do have my I assume shirt. you were just standing in your yard and singing that song from the music band, like the Wells Fargo wagon is a coming down the street. <laughs> and then the, the mailman was just like running <laughs> What the hell? Yeah. Got out his pepper spray. <laughs> uh, Why are you foaming at the mouth, sir? Give me my black wings. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. Um, How far do of- you live from where you used to live? Uh, 10, 12 minutes. Okay. It's a different zip code. Yeah. So it has to go through a different post office. Yeah. Um, have to which, ship it back to like the central distribution center or something. Oh gosh. I hope not. Cause that would be basically, yeah. cause you, if you know where Johnson city is on a map, they'd be shipping it all the way back to Knoxville and oh, then wow. all the way back to the, to, cause I was in Johnson city, but I was in a different zip code. So <laughs> Jeez. I was hoping they would just send it straight to here, but who knows? Yeah. They, they stopped updating the. Uh, shipping. When you look at it, it's just like, just like the shrug icon. I'm yeah, like, like, yeah eh. it's like eh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows at this point? <laughs> so, cool. Blackwing watch is still on. I'll let you know in it. <laughs> yeah, and I actually only ordered one this time, which only one pencil. One. One dozen. <laughs> one dozen. Yeah. No, but well, this is the only one. Well, actually, that's not true. The the eleven thirty eights. I only ordered one. Or actually, no, I didn't even order one. <laughs> That's right. So we split, split that. We split yeah. that dozen. But um, the two elevens and the seven twenty fives and everything else, I've ordered extras. Yeah. But this one, I just realized from the other ones that I work through them so slowly. So it's like one is fine. <laughs> I was hoping Something that one. <laughs> even though, even that... though it's a baseball one. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping that when I went to Canada, the um, that paper yaw store would be like an outpost of, of Blackwing pencils and I would be able to find like some 211s in a corner somewhere. Oh, yeah. Did not happen. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be like the dream for everybody now. Oh, yeah. Like, what if I just walked in and there they were? <laughs> I still have four dozen here, so I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so how many dozen of the... Seven... How many do you get four. of the 725? Uh, only an... Well, just like one dozen and then the... Uh... The six that Andy and I, or the do, half of a dozen that Andy and I split. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was like head over heels over that one. And then when all the other ones came out, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're all pretty much better. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Should we, um, should we wrap things up and let people get back to their effing business? Mm-hmm. This was a short effing episode. It was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like Tim mentioned, yeah, we don't have a lot to say or a lot to say about F's, but just, just, that they're that they're there yeah what the f else can we say yeah <laughs> yeah we didn't f around tonight so. we did not <laughs> so johnny where, where the f can one find you on the internet so i am at pencerevolution.com which i am back to updating and it just turned 11 last week yay yay mm-hmm. um and, and i'm on twitter at pencilution and on instagram at johnny gamber although that is mostly pictures of very adorable children you should definitely check it out for the children. Tim, where the HB can people find you on the internet? <laughs> so you started Pencil Revolution when I was a junior in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Tim. <laughs> hey, I was young. Well, I was young then, too. I was yeah, like, I know. I'm still, 25. Still are. Still are. Yeah, that was I, I we have our 10-year uh, <laughs> reunion in a couple months. So. Hence oh the quick God. math that I was able to pull off there. <laughs> I was say, like that. Impressive. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Pretty proud of myself. You for must that have used an F pencil to do that math. I did, yeah. Scratched it out. Uh, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum, and I'm on Snapchat somewhere. <laughs> Somebody somewhere. <laughs> we need to do an erasable podcast Snapchat. Uh, if anybody else wants to met, really, you should you should all just go look at CW Pencil Snapchat. They're they're so good. They're so good at it. It's uh, the Pencil Ladies on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we can 
Maybe we can contract one of them to run the erasable. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. So um, I am Andy Welfley. Uh, I am on the internet at woodclinched.com. Um, or you can find other stuff at andy.coffee. Um, I'm on Twitter at A Wellfley, A W E L F L E. Same thing with Snapchat and same thing with Instagram. Um, and we collectively are, uh, by our powers combined, we are the Erasable <laughs> Podcast. Um, Energize. <laughs> watch, watch a lot of, watch, watch a lot of Transformers over water. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are on the internet at uh, erasable.us. Um, you can find this episode, uh, the recording, and the show notes at erasable.us slash 57. We've done 57 of these these things so far. Mm-hmm. Amazing. We're on Twitter at, at erasablepodcast. Same with Instagram. Uh, if you want to come join an amazing community of 1,200 people strong talking about pencils and paper and the occasional uh, off-subject thing, um, come come join us at the Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Um, or if you just want to subscribe to our events for live recordings, things like that, uh, come just follow our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash erasable podcast. So uh, thank you very much, and we will see you in a couple weeks with episode 58. Our F-book group. <laughs> yes, our F-book group. <laughs> I'm leaving that in here. <laughs> The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com. Gaze me with wonder.